version of yourself, the highest version of yourself. You could be so much stronger than this. You could be better than you are today. You could be the highest version you've never reached. I want you to look in the mirror and challenge that man in the mirror because you can lie to everybody in the world, but you can't lie to that mirror. You are now tuned in to the Decisive Point Podcast, where influence meets intellect, the keys to unlocking your full potential. Here's your host, Jeffrey Delgado. Good morning, everyone. Hope all of you are having an amazing day. Happy Wednesday, January 26th. And what a nice day it is today. Started out a little foggy out here, but it cleared up and it is beautiful. So thank you for joining in no matter where you are in the world. I am excited to meet and talk with you today. This is a very exciting week. If you guys remember my last couple podcasts, I mentioned that the 49ers uh, were playing the Green Bay Packers to play for the championship. And the 49ers won. Can't tell you how excited not only I am, but my family is. And a lot of my friends, obviously, we're all 49er fans. But what's really exciting is guess who's going to the championship game because they're playing the Rams in SoCal. That's right. I'm going down there. Excited to go there with my wife. We're so, so pumped. I'm a little bit more animated today than I normally would be because we have a great, exciting week ahead. And hopefully, if they win that game, they're in the Super Bowl. And you never know after that, right? So... Let's just cross our fingers and get excited. What's on my mind was an area that I believe helped my life, and a lot of people may not even agree with it. It's called the power of negotiation. To me, a negotiation is just a fact of life. Everything is negotiable. Now, you may not agree with that. You may think, no, that's not true. That's more from a salesman perspective. But look, I was always brought up that everything is negotiable couple of key points. Effective negotiation should always result in the meeting of the needs of both sides. So I don't look at negotiating as in taking advantage of somebody. I believe that both sides should equally gain. One shouldn't be one above the other. The other is going to be taking advantage of the person. That's not what I mean by that. Successful negotiators, in my opinion, are based on people who respect each other and they're not doing hard tactics. So keep in mind, what I'm going to talk about today is respecting the other person and not about trying to get over or take advantage of somebody, okay? Because no matter what, in everything that I've ever done, even in simple things in life, going to the movies with my wife, let's say she wants to watch a love story or let's say I want to watch an action movie, you could call that a little bit of a negotiation, Or in business, for example, when I moved into an office, don't I have to negotiate the price of what I'm going to be paying rent for? Or let's say if I'm uh, if I'm getting office equipment, wouldn't it make sense to ask to see if I could negotiate a lower price? Or let's say that you want to work at a job and you are in an interview. Wouldn't you like to negotiate how much you're going to get paid or you're just going to accept whatever they give you? In my opinion, you're negotiating all the time. Here are just a couple of key points that have helped me in negotiation. When I was a kid, I always wanted to be an attorney. It's kind of like that one thing I always wish I could have been, like a trial attorney or someone that I was kind of debating. And these are some areas that I believe helped me in negotiations to get to certain things that I may have needed in my life. And I wanted to get the result to help me as well as help the other person. So the first one I wrote is be prepared. That means no matter what you're going to do, if you're going to negotiate anything, make sure you're prepared on that topic. If you're negotiating, say, real estate, or you're negotiating, say, let's say a pair of shoes, make sure you know the prices that are out there. So you could at least give some ideas on why you believe this is the price you should have, or this is why you want to negotiate that. So you got to be completely prepared. You're going to want to research. You're going to want to rehearse. You want to know of every possible outcome that that person may be able to throw at you. So you're ready. So number one, be prepared. Number two, what is your bottom line? Know what you want and what you're trying to articulate when you're giving your goals and objectives. So for example, if 
I'm trying to get a lower price, let's just be straight. Hey, I'd like to see if I can get this for this amount. I've seen it here, I've seen it here, and I've seen it here. I believe that is a fair offer. What do you think about that? And let's see where that person goes. But know your bottom line. Know what you're trying to achieve. If you're moving into an office, know what the prices around that area are going for. And why is this what's, this one so much more? Know your audience is the third. Know who you're talking to. Are you talking to the person that has the authority to make a decision to negotiate with you? Or are you talking to someone who doesn't have that authority? One thing I always ask is, are you authorized to negotiate a price with me so we could work something out? If the person says, no, I'm not the one that you would talk to, then I would always try to talk to the person who is authorized in knowing that audience, knowing that person, knowing who I'm going to be speaking with. Number four, set your goals high or low enough. And what that means is no offer is too high or too low, in my opinion, as long as it has a valid justification to prove that it makes sense. Meaning that if I'm going to offer you something, I want to offer you at least an amount that makes sense to me that I really would like to get it at. And it still makes it profitable for you. It wouldn't be give it to me for free obviously, right? So want to look at it from a perspective that this is a fair offer, but at least it's high or low enough that it makes sense for you and it makes sense for the other person. Number five is an important one. I probably talked about this in many different podcasts is the art of listening and acknowledging. It's really important to listen and understand what the other person trying to negotiate with. You cannot make an intelligent response if you don't listen. A lot of times people go into a negotiation. This is what I want. That's it. You know, that's not really the power of negotiation. Negotiation would be more like, well, let me, let me ask you this. Is it possible we could work out this number? From my research, I've seen this and this, and it makes sense go this way. What do you feel about that? And remember that statement. What do you feel about that means that you're going to want to hear their response to that so that they could tell you what they're feeling and why it can or why it cannot work. And maybe what they're saying makes complete sense. But making sure you listen and acknowledge so it could give you a lot better perspective on what you're dealing with with that person. Number six, avoid being too emotional with it. A lot of times negotiation is like a game. It's like, I hate to say it that way, but it is. It's a game of who's going to ask and how, who's going to say no. And I know this may not sound that great, but a lot of people have a hard time disappointing people when they're talking to others. I'm not saying that it's good or bad. I just feel that a lot of times when you're talking with someone, they don't want to make you mad or they don't want to make you sad or make you upset. So a lot of times people are pleasers to others. Some people are very straight up like, no, that's not how it is. And, you know, I could have that sometimes, but avoid being emotional where it makes you go up and down and you start taking things personally. You don't want to lose perspective because of your desired outcome. Number seven, be prepared to walk away. If you're not going to get what you want and you believe that's a fair offer, walk away. I've done that many times. If it just that doesn't make sense, thank you so much, but I'm going to go somewhere else. I appreciate you giving me, giving me your time. And sometimes when I walk away, they actually call me next day, hey, Jeff, never happened before, but we're going to go ahead and do it. So sometimes walking away is a, is a power move because you're standing strong on, the, on your negotiation. You're not moving. You believe your offer was fair. It was nothing that was too low or too high. So I would like to go with that. If not, then I'm walking away. Be prepared to do that. Also, number eight, and this is something to consider. I could have put this before number seven, but you want to operate in good faith. You want to operate in a way that you do think about their perspective. A lot of times when people are negotiating, they only think about their perspective. If you operate in good faith, that means you're looking out for the best interests of both people, both parties, and you have respect for both parties. So understanding that makes it much easier to work in good faith because you have all good intentions. So operate in good faith and negotiate in good faith. Number nine, be patient. Sometimes negotiations take time. It doesn't have to happen that day. And you give it time for them to think about it, see 
what's going to work out. Maybe they call you in a day or two or even in person. For example, one of the worst things you could do in some circumstances, let's say you're in the middle of a negotiation and you ask for something. And right when you ask the question, you interrupt it and start saying more. What that means is that you believe you need to give him more information or you need to give them more options. Sometimes what you're doing is you're actually negotiating for them. So when you make an offer, stop and listen and be patient for them to give you their full answer. Because sometimes they're trying to figure out how they're going to respond to what you just gave them and they're going to want to tell you a lot more information. Or they may just give you what you're asking for. But if you try to push it or you interrupt too soon and you're not patient, you may lose it as well. So like in my business in sales, sometimes I'm with a customer that's going to buy right now, which is great. But sometimes I'm with a customer that's not going to buy until later. So knowing how to be patient and listen and knowing when to let them answer to find out what's the best proper direction is probably a smarter move. And number 10, you will get better at negotiations the more you practice it and the more you apply it. For many people, most people don't like to negotiate. They don't like to argue. They, a lot of people may. And number 10, negotiation gets easier as you get better and you do it more often in your practice. A lot of people, they're not natural negotiators. I look at different types of personalities, and some people, they love to negotiate right there. And some people, they just don't want to negotiate at all. They'll just accept whatever the person gives. Some, it may just take them time. And some just may ask a little bit differently, but it's still a negotiation. But just keep in mind, negotiating is not a bad thing. It's a part of life, in my opinion. Like, everything is negotiable. Hopefully that makes sense to you, and it can serve someone out there. Make it a great day. Have an amazing day, and let's make it an amazing week. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, show your support by subscribing or leaving a rating and a review. Until next time, this is the Decisive Point Podcast with your host, Jeffrey Delgado.